Okay. So I'm with my friend, Samantha Vane. Vane. Yes. And uh, she helped me celebrate the releasing of my new book, A Grandmother's Unconditional Love, which is on Amazon, ebook for $2.99. And I'm so thrilled to have her on my show as a guest. She's a good friend. Welcome, Samantha. Woo! <laughs> thank you, thank you. And continue greatness for your book. I'm so, so, so proud of you. So continue greatness. Thank you, thank you. What's on your mind today, Samantha? Well, let's see. I know that when we did a show recently together, Antonio in a Clubhouse, we were talking about educational systems and the way that children are um, maybe inappropriately diagnosed or wrongly diagnosed or mistreated in the school systems. So before I even speak about that, is that something that you're interested in speaking in or would you like to speak about something else? I'm interested in speaking in. Okay, so um, I was an educator for about 20 years. So I had an opportunity to see firsthand how children were literally, because of behavior issues, uh, transported into these classrooms that may have not been the best places for them. And then they were having to be in those places. And so um, just watching them over some time, I just noticed that that just was not the most appropriate thing so I want to get my master's especially so that I, before I could speak about it, I wanted to understand it as well. So I got my master's in specific learning disabled, which allowed me to learn about EICI, autism, ADHD, OHI, schizophrenia, and a couple of other things. And so within learning about those things, I was able to be a better educator and facilitate and really advocate for those students when I went back that one, they were not just automatically placed um, inappropriately or just because a teacher didn't want to deal with them. And two, how to learn how to accommodate the needs that they had to have in order for them to learn in the best way for them. That is very intriguing to my heart that you're able to have this approach to these letters about you put the person before the diagnosis, we call it being person-centered. Then you put the person's heart before the label. That's what we also call being a heart-centered. That's right. So, and then if you, um, there was a study by um, Marzano. I learned about him when I was doing my master's. And what he did was he broke it down. Look at color Courtney, arenas, genres. And then there he was a, give an assessment for just the individuals to understand which particular arena or area you were most comfortable in. Some were visual, some were spatial, some were um, audio, all types of things. But with this test, you were able to learn so much, not only about the child's mind, but people's mind, that we don't necessarily delve into them. Look at so many other I'm not a doctor, I'm not saying I am, um, but we look into so many other things that we're not really looking at, like you said, Antonio, the heart and the mind of a person. 
engulfed in other things that we're not really paying that. And something you mentioned that I know you shared in your book was, you know, or you mentioned in Clubhouse Rooms when you were in about your relationship with some of your family members, not really seeing you work, but more so seeing you ever they wanted you. And a lot of times when that happens, you're going to arise and just learning what I learned with my masters and all types of folk. I see autism, AD, that nature. Just because the, the heart and the mind is not being capable. Oh, you're going in and out a little bit. Sorry Here. about that. Can you hear me? Now I can. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so just because a lot of people are not paying enough attention to the heart and the mind, you notice that there are a lot of separations between students, children, parents, teachers, and things like that. Oh, yes, yes, I, I, I do. I, re I recognize that when uh, you have exit. I'm sorry, I got a quick. Um... No problem. Okay, I was able to quickly answer that phone message. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but yes, we do have um, educators, right? Yes. Who pour so much into their um, students. I think it's always breathtaking because they're choosing these, what is called sacrificial love. Yes. Because yes. It, it takes a lot to be able to... Um, be able to put energy into people who are what is called special needs. I know that's a controversial term. But I understand, yes. And it takes time to learn about learning styles, you know, kinesthetic, yes. touch to learn, auditory, <laughs> you hear to learn, yes. and visual, you see to learn, and do that daily. And to even buy equipment, because a lot of teachers pay products for their own uh, pockets and bank accounts. Because yes. some schools won't even give you a budget on what to buy or not to buy. And yes, that's you, right. And you want to buy a little more for a person who is underdeserved academically, educationally, societally, all yes. around. Yes, you're absolutely right. So when I retired, I retired at 38. And I retired um, with the intention of giving back to youth what had been lost, which I believe was causing a lot of the ADHD. And that was arts. Mm. So I created, yes, I created Creative Odyssey, which is my nonprofit organization that offers low cost classes to youth in the greater Detroit area and globally, as I have some collaborators all over the globe, as we try to tap into youth and tap into that creative side that is sometimes so ignored, but it needs to be so visualized, so seen, so heard and so felt, you know? Yes, because I think a lot of us in the Neurodiversity Committee I'm sorry, neurodiversity community, we often feel seen, but when we're seen, it's seen with bitterness on our 
um, one size fits all approach society and when we're heard is that they want us to hurry up and say what we gotta say and not even and you know, a lot of the times I don't even want us talking but I don't even want to hear you or hear you anymore so that seeing and not heard it's like we, we've been objectified and commodified too or treated as objects and things that are persons and people Yes. And, that, and that has always been uh, sickening uh, to me that when a child is hyperactive, we automatically label them as ADD, ADHD exactly. all the time. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> and we try, and we're so quick to drug people when there's something we don't right. understand, like Ritalin, and yeah, we got to. <laughs> Ritalin is such, I, when I was, again, I've been teaching over 20 years, even in daycares. When we had young kids come in, Antonio, on Ritalin, you would see them like just sitting around like this. Wow. And they wouldn't even, they couldn't talk. They couldn't, I mean, it was, it was so hard for them to like stay focused mm. off of this drug. You know, it was such a high dosage of a drug. You know what I mean? It was like, wow. Yes, I I think they look zombified, for lack of a better term. And it's yes. like, wait, if you have kids who want to move around, isn't that what we want? We don't want children to have health issues or to be overweight or... Exactly. You know, we don't want underlying health conditions for, for kids. So when kids are being innocent, as if we, a lot of adults feel threatened by that like how dare you enjoy this guiltless time of your life <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you have any fun today no no get out of here no no just get on over there <laughs> yeah and i and it and it's just so amazing how we're we're our society is so heartless. We're willing to stigmatize kids. Yes. Kids. <laughs> Youth. Yes, that's right. And we do that. And and like you said, it's about being quote unquote normal uh, um, in this society. And, uh, and I don't even know. And I know I'm going to die not knowing what normal is because I, I don't either. I have I no don't idea. <laughs> if you find out before I do, we're gonna share it with one of us. If I find out first, I'll tell you. If you find out first, you tell me. I have no clue. You know? I, I don't think we're meant to understand, which is a form of protecting our sanities. Exactly, because I'm like, I'm not trying, whatever normal is, I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to not be that. That is what I do know. Agreed. Whatever it is, I'm going to be that. <laughs> right, because I'm like, why would I want to fit in? I'm not clothes on a rack. <laughs> you're not Nabisco or Oreo or like a, a brand where you just gotta, gotta keep producing this over and over you're a, a person, an individual you know with feelings and stuff like that you know <laughs> it's so funny Antonio it's like uh, and I have been out here 42 years Antonio and I still don't know what normal is I think that's a blessing for us 
I received that. <laughs> right, because the greatest inventors were considered abnormal, which was a good thing. <laughs> exactly. That part. Yes. Exactly. That's what I mean. Because if they fit in, then we would have so many car wrecks without the, you know, street lights. That's right. Stop, go, okay. Telephone, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the chair, the table. You know how many people Can you stumble? imagine if, if during that time, everybody was just sitting there in poverty, right, Antonio? Right. And they were like, don't you want to do something better? And everybody was like, no, it's not normal. And so they just sat there and sat there, like you said, and no one ever did anything this world wouldn't even exist if everybody was normal. Right, right. <laughs> like, we live in a world where some people go, autism and parent, that's not normal, Antonio. What are you doing? Why are you autistic in writing a book and publishing it? It's locally? like, what? <laughs> and a lot of people are like, be quiet. Just leave this neurodiversity movement alone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I say, <laughs> I don't care what you consider normal. I'm going to make it normal to empower my community. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> And and you do that whatever way you want to. I'm telling you, when you look at some of my art, I'm going to post something on Instagram. It's all colorful, but it's because I for once decided to tap into myself, Antonio. And inside of me is a world of rainbows and colors. And that's all you see in my art. Now in the business world, you know, we have to be a little bit serious in the business world. But in my art world, I'm all colors and colorfulness and colors all the time. So... That, I think that's wonderful because you know you're you're willing to allow that artsy side of you to enhance our globe. Because so, there's so many people out peer pressure to go. Well, that's again, you know, that's just not regular. That ain't regular. You're not. That's not regular. <laughs> but I don't want to be regular. That's right. I don't want to stifle my own development, hinder my own growth. There's a song that I listened to by a wonderful artist. He's a young man, um, A Boogie with the Hoodie, called I'm Not a Regular Person. That's my favorite song. I'm not a regular person. I refuse. Exactly. <laughs> because it's so imprisoning. Yes, it is. Because you're basically insulting your own creativity. <laughs> That's the best way to say it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Insulting your own creativity. Absolutely brilliant. You got to do something on that on Instagram today. Insulting your own creativity. I, I will. I'm getting <laughs> back to doing my Instagram live. Yes. People yes. on the spectrum can do Instagram lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you tell everyone from here on out? Anything they can do, you can. What was the last part? Always remember to tell them that anything they can do, you can do better. What was that song? Anything you can, you do, can do, I can, I can do, do better. better. 
I can do anything better than no. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> you remember to tell everybody that. You make sure you post that somewhere. Anything you can do, I can do that. I definitely will. <laughs> I'm just so glad we had this chat. You know, us Virgos. <laughs> Yes. (laughs) You're my, you're my, what is it? We're very feely. So you're my heart to heart brother. Like I pet my heart a lot. You're my heart to heart brother. Heart Heart to heart heart sister. (laughs) And you know, I'm coming to Washington DC to see you. So you got to take me to that comedy club. You're going to plan on it next year. Yes, the DC Improv. Yes. And some of the material can be explicit, raunchy, off color. Are you okay? That's okay. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Again, I'm not a regular person. You know what I mean? I'm just here to have fun and good energy and vibes. (laughs) I'm not regular either because I'm a podcaster with autism. That's not regular. But... I make it regular. It's That's not right. normal to be an autistic podcaster. I make it normal. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you cracked the algorithm. Yes, you did. You're making it right. That's right. Thank you. Anything they can do, you can do better. Don't you ever forget that. Anything they can do, you can do. Do you want to explain how we met from your perspective? Yes, we were in Clubhouse. We were hanging out in there, and it was with a room with my sister, Belinda. You had stopped into the room. The book hadn't dropped yet, but you were talking about dropping the book. And we were in there, and we were just vibing and talking a little bit. I don't even think we had did the spiritual tribe yet. This was just a room we happened to all fall into and be into together. And we were just in there kind of hanging out and vibing. And then I saw you again in the spiritual tribe and we talked more. And then I've seen you in some other rooms I've been in. And this is all in Clubhouse for everyone listening. I met Antonio in the Clubhouse. So um, I followed you to some other rooms and then you launched the book. We just did a launch for Antonio in Clubhouse. And here we are today, Virgos for Life. You know, we're loyal. Yes, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Loyalty, yes. Loyalty above all else. So yes, we're in this to the end. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and I remember um, interacting with you and your other friend in the Brotherhood Empowerment. Yes, Nada. And Nada, we do a Sunday room in the clubhouse. My brother's keeper, yes. Yeah, and y'all were all very warm and open to me, letting me express myself that. Thank you. We are (laughs) warm people. We are warm people. You know that. We're the warm people. Like, I I dropped an episode today. I'm I'm an empath and an intuitive. I agree. We're on the same, we're on the same spectrum because I'm very intuitive and I feel everything, even when I don't want to. Right, because I've learned how to avoid the drainage that empathy can bring. So I spend a lot of time in solitude. I come into the clubhouse and hang out in there. 
But in my personal space, it's my family, my children. And unless I'm going out for an event, I'm mostly in solitude a lot just to keep away from that, um, those negative vibes and energies that are really just exa mentally exhausting. It's mentally exhausting for me. Um, I don't like to be that mentally exhausted. I can do so much. And then I have to go get back into my area and go back there. Yes, it's important for emotional and mental boundaries to be established as an empath intuitive. That's right. And That's right. I'm also a gentle soul. I've learned that I'm very gentle. Well, you know you are. You can feel it in yourself. You can. That's right. <laughs> so you know it's gentle and everybody that comes into passing with you can feel that too whether they're next to you or via zoom or in the clubhouse you know so that's yeah a good <laughs> and I, and i look and you're in michigan right yes i am i'm in Warren, well based in warren michigan yes awesome so what is it like i've never been to michigan Yet, um, yes, that's right. <laughs> what is it like to live in the state of Michigan? Well, I've been here 42 years, so by now I'm a little bit exhausted. I don't think there's <laughs> enough, there's not enough opportunities, um, unless you're just like the traditional worker, so you work your nine to five and and things like that, or if you're into politics, like I've been a campaign manager for people, I do a lot. I'm very similar to you, you know? Um, so you, if it's like politics or if you just want to work a nine to five, it's a great place. We have a couple of cool things to do, but if you really want to thrive as an entrepreneur, I just don't think it has the potential to allow you to do it as as well as some other states might. But I've been here all my life, so kind of black to me now, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really awesome that um, we both are entrepreneurially spirited. Yes. Because I think we're the type where, like, nine to fives are great, you know, they've been part time, they're great. But people like you and I, after a while, do our own thing because yes. of that, uh, that autonomous nature we have <laughs> yes it's this ambitious bug we have in us and we're natural leaders so we have an ambitious bug in us and everything we want we will see it manifest that's right just, there's it doesn't matter if it takes us 10 years 15 years if you if we told you like if i said antonio today of 42 by 50 i want to be on a yacht somewhere then in eight years when we're talking i better be on that yacht because i've set a goal so now i just have to work towards that goal right right that's us we set goals and we just keep making them and making them and what i always tell people is you don't know everybody's goals like my goals may not have been to have a huge mansion and make music videos my goal could have been just to impact youth and impact the world and I've reached all of my goals and I continue making more and more just to keep reaching more and more goals until I die thank you for that I mean because that's why we have to collaborate myself you on creative odyssey yes. I, I want to help youth right I want to help youth in particular youth of color have um entrepreneurial spirits because I know a lot of them aren't natural leaders, but there's a lot of disadvantaged um, yes. circumstances. 
to help them to be positive in entrepreneurship and not rely on being a rapper or exactly. being an athlete. Or, or working athlete. at a plant. A lot of them here, we have the big threes, Ford, Chrysler, and GM. A lot of them, Antonio, just want to grow up and go work in a plant. It's like their ambition doesn't go past beyond wanting anything more, you know? Mm. And I, what I was fortunate to have, or what more young people have, or adults like yourself, when I was a kid encouraging me, I see an author in you. And when podcasting is popular, I see a podcast in you. I believe that I can globally be a humanitarian through my podcast and my book. That's right. That's right. And the financial part, I think I can make revenue streams uh, off right. my podcast and my books. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm because I'm fi- I'm not too far behind you. In January, I launched my podcast. It's called Real as Ever Real Talk, but it's going to talk about a lot of different things because I do a lot of different things. I'm well versed in a lot. And so I'm following, yeah, you know how we are. So I'm following (laughs) in your footsteps. And then book number seven drops for me next year. I'm going to create an anthology. When I was little, I started writing when I was nine. And then I had a hard life, Antonio. So I I call it things we lost in the fire, you know? I just lost some of my writings and lost things in in life. But um, book number seven will take the first six books, put them together in an anthology. And I'm just going to grow on that anthology. Our goals are just the same. My goal was to write a book a year and I did it. My goal was to do showcases for my brother and do my art, I did it. We have the same goal. So that's how I know we're gonna be in this for a long time, my friend. Thank you. Like when you were talking about like your show, I would like to be a guest on your podcast. Yes. I will, of course, I'm going to reach out as soon as it gets started. So I'm like, again, I'm setting up January is the anniversary of the nonprofit. And again, that's Creative Odyssey for anyone out in the ether listening, www.creativeodyssey.org. Nonprofit servicing you. Mm-hmm. I, like Antonio, I'm going for the Nobel Peace Prize. So the rest of my life will be given to giving nothing but peace and love. I can see us being recipients. I think some Mother Teresa was, and she was a Virgo. Antonio, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're gonna follow her Virgo Gandhi footsteps, <laughs> and we're just gonna spread love and peace all over. And they can say it's not normal, but again, I'm not a regular person, and you said you're not a regular person, so right. We, I call us good rebels with good causes. Yes. <laughs> we go against the grain and it makes life better. Yes, it does. <laughs> every time. We don't every time. And people are like, you guys always think you're right. It's not that we're right, but we're calculated. We think. We organize. We're very strategic. And we implement and put things in, in order. That's what we do. Like, for example, I've had this podcast for over a year and I can tell you how it started it started with a conversation with my barber mm-hmm. my barber noticed like my thoughts that I'm expressing now he said you should make a podcast out of your beautiful thoughts and the pod this podcast I 
It, I've had it since August 25th, 2020, so it's a baby. Congratulations. No, that's very good. Congratulations. You're going into your second year now. Yes. Okay. Optimistic. I'm sorry, the call was coming in. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call you right back now. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, <clears throat> but August 20th, 2020, never always give yourself grace and count every step of the way. You've already met your year mark, so now you're going right into year two. Congratulations, my brother. Congratulations. Thank you. And then the podcast led to me being on Clubhouse because I had a podcaster friend say, Hey, you would. I want to help you with your entrepreneurship and Clubhouse can help you out because she's on it. And then it led to my book deal, my book series deal. Blessings. Congratulations, my brother, Virgo. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I truly believe that the fact that I have autism makes people want to go, man, I want to help support the platforms you have. <laughs> I, well, I don't look at your autism. I can feel your soul. So right. I just look at you as a person that has been labeled by society, you know, because you didn't have normal qualities as autistic. But to me, you're you're normal. You can understand everything I'm saying. We're having the best conversation. Do you know, sometimes I talk to some people and they can't even understand words that are coming out of my mouth and they haven't heard <laughs> really <done> anything. <laughs> Oh, so, you know, you're quite a genius. You should take it as being a genius. You know what I mean? You're absolutely I'm a genius. Yes, and, you and, are. And sometimes I struggle with the label autism because a lot of people are like, I don't want that. I don't like that you're called that. Just say genius. I'm like, yes. It's so it's like a difficult thing. I like the genius label. Not that you're autism. A genius. Is, yeah, autism isn't bad. It's not bad. But a lot of people are like, no, just say you're extraordinary or a genius. Okay, cool. Well, what you can do is, of course, for business and things like that, you use autism or for paperwork. But really, you're a genius. You're an extraordinary genius. Most geniuses were autistic or had some kind of deficiency mentally. That's what made them a genius. That, Like you said earlier, Einstein. You've got so many different people that were so influential and so great. And, and, and what they did, but they were always labeled as to have some type of issue or problem just because they were gifted and brilliant. So what society calls a deficiency, it's actually an outstanding ability. Yes. I, yes. Love, I, I love being the miracle that I am. I'm an international miracle. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you are, though, baby. You got to have fun with it more. So it's Friday. Even if, if you want us to get on Instagram Live, if you fill up to it later in the evening, let's jump on there and talk about the genius in you. Your oh, extraordinary Let's just talk about you as a genius, as an extraordinary, not your autism, but we want to change how people see you because of course you have autism. It has, we know that, but, but you're a genius and you're extraordinary. We want to change the way people visualize you and they should see you more as being an, a, a genius and extraordinary than anything else. You know what I mean? I'm down with this. And, and that could be later in the evening, you know? What time later on this evening? So that we could do that like a six or seven. Like, well, my kids get picked up 
So let's say like seven or eight. So it's like late in the evening. Is that too late? And we could just go on for like 30 minutes or 20 minutes for you to launch your book and us to talk about the genius and extraordinaire Antonio Myers. Let's do seven tonight. I'm on board. All right. So that means you're going to have to go jump on Instagram live and then I'm going to come in to jump in your video, right? Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right so seven o'clock that's what we're doing and that's going to be fun and then maybe you can do it every friday on your platform no we could just do it on instagram live just to build you up on instagram live okay okay I'm yes. down. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> let's work together and help each other grow right right Vir that's what we're supposed to do virgo's blossoming that's right. You know it. You know yes. it. You can feel it now in your heart. I know you can. So every, every Friday at seven, if we go on for 15 or 20 minutes, and that lets everybody, that gets you more and more awareness. I have followers from all over the globe. You have followers from all over the globe. Let's make sure everyone knows who Antonio Myers is. The genius extraordinaire Antonio Myers. All I can say is, Thank you, and I say yes in advance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for this evening, so I'm very excited to have some fun, and let's just get on there and talk and be us. Look at how easy we vibe together. It's not hard, you know? And I understand you perfectly, because, you know, part of being a genius is logical rationale that's right and it complements your logical rationale <laughs> oh i love that sarcasm so much <laughs> yeah I'm, i can i'm sarcastic but i'm my sarcasm is rooted in satire <laughs> I totally got it and loved it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness, heart to heart. Oh, my brother, we must meet one day. We must meet. We will. All in divine time, yes. All in divine time. And just to let you know, I don't always keep my language clean. Is that a deal? It's okay. Okay. I can talk raunchy. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say I do it all the time, you know, but I can slip a cuss word in here or there. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say I do it all the time. Though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause we're professional. We can't always do it all the time. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's only, that's only when I get to Washington DC or if we're on the phone and not in, in, in a professional session, then we can just go for it. Just go. For it. I love this. Yes, being human is beautiful. <laughs> it's one of the best parts of life once you learn how to be human, you know? Right. Instead of trying, I can't do squeaky clean. I will not. It's confined. There's no way possible for me. <laughs> I can't. Because I'm like, come on. I live this complicated existence. There's no way I can just, hi, oh, I'm prim and proper, and I never let it fly, and I'm always serious. Mm -hmm. No. No. <laughs> no. Because you know what? Sometimes I say, Antonio, people like, I'm not, okay, let me not say people like that, but people that, that do take things a little bit too much seriously, 
they're stressed a lot. They're aging faster. You know what I'm saying? Because you're taking everything so deeply. You know what I mean? And the gray hairs are emerging more. It's like being the president of the United States, you go, you grayed so fast. Fast, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, so, yes. And that's why I decided I want to pay myself. That's what entrepreneurship basically means. That yeah, is what it means. You're paying yourself, but you're it's with other people paying themselves, so you're paying yourselves together. Yes. And I I I have to be honest, I am too controversial for the regular world of work. I am. I am too. <laughs> I spent 20 years in education, but that was to make a change because you know we want to make as many changes as we can. But once I left there, it's like I don't even want to go back right now. And it's understandable because you're made to feel like you have to be pigeonholed. You can't yes. say what you need to say, the thoughts yes. that you need to think out loud. Uh, 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 you'll be Exactly. <laughs> That's right. You're on pins and needles and on eggshells every day. That is so nerve wracking. You know what I mean? Right. And I want to spend the rest of my life choosing how I go through my day like my goal is to have syndication rights type of money where I I make money asleep at 2 a.m. That's right making money while you're asleep that's right that yeah. I've been trying to learn investments as well just trying to figure out the best way to make my dollar make money while I sleep. Yeah because I'm like bi-weekly is cool but what I like about being an author on Clubhouse especially Clubhouse. Now, you can make money daily because there's so many people on all over. See, I got to give, I got to get like you. We may have to start a little book club on there too because I, I do not talk about any of my books on there. I just talk about the nonprofit organization and, See, you know. We got to help your author should be known. So we'll, we'll, that is something where we could come up with a fun book club or something we can do just to bring authors together because there are a lot of people out there like you said mm -hmm. and there are a lot of authors and if everybody comes together and put something together and we can have all these different people from all over the world hearing about our books that's so much exposure for us that's really smart see right. that's the genius extraordinaire Antonio Myers there we go thank you because <laughs> I mean, I decided that, you know, I I want to be able to, if, at 9 a.m., I wanted to go to, to IHOP, for example, or any right. place like that. I want to do that and make money every day instead of 9 a.m., I'm, I'm at the desk. Yes, boss, type, 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 and my fingers hurt. I want to go home. <laughs> These coworkers suck. <laughs> That's the part for me. <laughs> so yes, I totally understand. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you what's so funny. My ex-husband's birthday is 9-11. I'm 19. He's 9-11. Oh, wow. Yikes. And he sits at the desk. Like I did in my career all that time. He just sits there. And I was like, you don't never want to get into entrepreneurship. And 
do something besides that? And he's like, I got to keep working. I got to keep working. I'm like, I'm like, if you try it, don't you? Okay, okay, pause, pause. You're limiting your potential wealth. Why? Why? That, that, I'm, that's insanity. I'm, that just, I just have to say, that is insanity. You, but you can do, be more of your true self instead of the overly professional persona. <laughs> the overly professional persona, that's right, you know? Right. Crazy. And, and I and I'm like my and, goal and he's a Virgo. I thought he was gonna be like us, have like that. Maybe he hasn't tapped into it yet. You know what I mean? Insecurity. Cause I I want it to be known that extraordinary geniuses can be entrepreneurs. And I'm like, I want in on this because I don't want rising costs to scare me anymore. That's right. I want my goal is to live downtown in DC. Okay. And I am on my path. Right, brother. That's right. That's right. You must always stay on your path. Stay tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. And that's why when I go entrepreneurship, I also like social entrepreneurship. It's when you use business to resolve the ills of your neighborhood or community or the world and i'm like okay i want to combine my humanitarianism entrepreneurship together so that's what i did so i have creative odyssey which is a nonprofit. i also have a production company turning pain into dollars production and i have a clothing line grinding through clothing outside of the books and the art so when you put all those llcs with the npo it creates a social enterprise. Money just breathing in and out through each one. So I'm working on the money part going into my third year. I just created the social enterprise this year. You know, I may need to look at your clothing line because my big, my one of my big, <clears throat> couple of my big sisters and my best friend are actually trying to get me a clothing brand. They're like, okay, yes. we, we need to get you stylish. So thank you for mentioning that. Yes, and you should do it too, because mine is only going to be uh, custom design hoodies. So I'm taking a look at a hoodie, but I'm gonna, with my tailor and I, we're going to chop it up and really custom design it. You may catch some pieces with my art on it, but that's how I'm starting out now, especially for the fall. And then maybe I'll branch into some other pieces into next year, but we're gonna start with the hoodie line. Just a tailor-made hoodie line. Yeah, you may have to help me start my clothing line. I will, we'll just have to talk more. And so, well, in the back chat, I'll send you my WhatsApp number. So we'll talk through WhatsApp and just talk to me all the time and we'll stay in contact with each other and we'll be good to go. You Thank know, you. You're welcome. That's us, Antonio. You know I'm not going anywhere. We're in and this for long haul. Permanently, right? Because <laughs> You're stuck with me. <laughs> and I accept gladly. Because <laughs> my, I'm stepping, in, I was talking to my publisher, we both agreed that my book writing is my stepping in entrepreneurship that's right. the way i'm the way that i'll be impacting people is that that's right and that's right. i have so many people like i can't wait for your book to come out because i'm gonna have it to my students i'm gonna have it to my kids my that's aunt right. my family my friends colleagues total strangers 
college courses. That's my entrepreneurship. <laughs> you are an entrepreneur. You're a genius, extraordinary entrepreneur. You have to say what you are. You have to say it every day. I'm a genius, extraordinary entrepreneur. Right. And a lot of people say, Kyle, put your label. I'm bigger than the label. Exactly. There you go. That's right. That's right. I'm just really glad we connected because, you know, I, I'm, I'm just so thankful that I'm being public. And I love being public. There's nothing <laughs> private about me. <laughs> There's no taboo over there, huh? No taboo. No. <laughs> this is one of my favorite interviews. So in closing, do you want to ask me any questions? I just recently started this with my guests where I can, now they can ask me questions because I don't want to be the only one questioning, so... Well, my question would be, what's your three-year goal? Well, moving out of my parents' home. There you go. Okay. And publishing my second book. Yeah. yeah after this, after this one, and yeah. traveling the world once COVID decides to stop being so horrible. So yes. yes. What we're going to do is I would like to invite you. I started a love tour this year where I go out to different states and I leave like my books in random places and just little thank you notes inside with some business cards. When I visit you in Washington, again, maybe we can walk around and just leave our books in little random places just find people. Now, I only take like five sets of books. I have like five sets and I just leave them with a little note inside just inspiring someone and maybe at a bar i'll just leave them on the counter and walk away and maybe people will read them and enjoy them and pass them along i am on board with that idea that is have some fun extraordinary <laughs> genius entrepreneurship Come okay on. <laughs> we coined that term no one can steal it no one one of us needs to be you better write it down we need to llc that Wait, right. I'm extraordinary genius. What is it? Extraordinary genius gonna, entrepreneur. We need to build a club on uh on Clubhouse. Yup. Okay, we, I'm down. <laughs> that would be fun. Let's talk about that. Um, just all phone. So I'm gonna send you my WhatsApp number in the back chat. And we can talk about setting up rooms and stuff like that on Clubhouse. Let's have some fun. My kids are back in school. I have a lot of open time in the morning. I'm an entrepreneur. So we can pick and choose our days when we want and just keep welcoming all types of people in from all diversity, from everywhere, all over the world. And it is the lead or the extraordinary genius entrepreneur. Thank you. And that is it until we LLC it. And when you're ready to LLC it, I can assist you do that as well. I do everything. Appreciate it. Nice. I, I'm, I'm just so glad that we um, have connected. And any other questions or? Um, what's your favorite food? <sighs> steak <laughs> and chicken. Steak and chicken wings. Yeah, it's barbecue. Like 
that and fried chicken and steak with fat. Okay. All right. What's your, um, what's the first place you want to go once COVID is over? Where's the first place you want to take a vacation to? The motherland. Beautiful. I've never you know, I've been wanting to go to Joshua's tree. I've been thinking about that for some time, just to visit Joshua's tree and see what that feels like, you know? Josh, tell me about Joshua's tree. It's it's supposed to have some kind of spiritual epithet to it, so I couldn't really give you the entire story because I don't want to mess it up. But it does have a very spiritual, um, the spiritual meaning behind whatever what this tree stands for. So again, I don't want to mess up the entire story, but I know it has a, a strong spiritual background with it. So, and I'm spiritual, so. Anything spirituality is me. <laughs> yeah, I'm spirit. I I am spiritual too. Like I've I I have this secular spirituality. Okay, I, because yeah, I don't follow like any Baptist creed, you know, things like that. I just it's it's, it's basically oneness, wholeness for layman's terms. Exactly that part. You talked about it yesterday in the clubhouse when you were talking about your book. You expressed that, yeah. Yeah, and and you know another bold thing was is that I recently I can say it because I did it this morning. I came out. You came out and did what? I'm pansexual and I'm pangender. Okay, okay. So talk to me about pansexual. It's when you love people for who they are. Okay. And you're willing to be with somebody who is male, female, okay. um, trans, intersex, androgynous, everybody. Okay, I received that. Well, congratulations to you coming out. Thank you, because I got tired of feeling stifled by my family who has traditional values on then he's like that's it now i'm gonna be myself that's right and you got to be you don't be anybody else ever be you always no matter right what. and i'm up in fact for me like the prefix pan means all mm -hmm. in greek and like omnisexual it's pretty much the same thing as pan it's interchangeable but the meanings are the same okay and I'm also pangender, right? I use all of my, I use all gender pronouns. Okay, so he, him, she, her, they, etc. Yeah. Okay. Because to me, I identify with people. I exactly. have things in common with people. And I don't value so much about what they look like, mm -hmm. genital-wise or anything. I'm like, I'm just all I'm attracted to people and their character. You know, yes, that's how I, that's yes. how I roll. And I and I'm glad that I've done that. Um I can associate with the pangender. The pansexual, again, congratulations on that. Um just realizing that about yourself. And once you realize it, accepting that about yourself. That's the most important thing as well. Once you realize something and take ownership of it and accept it, 
it really changes everything. So congratulations on that. And I think I would fall along the line of a pangender because I don't fall into the pronouns and the he, shapes, he, she, they, and those things. I don't, I don't associate with that. I'm a, again, a, I don't believe in that. We are, we are, we are people, we are human, we are love. Wow, so you're too? Uh, well, I wouldn't say, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to take the label, but out of what you were saying, I would probably fall in line with pangender, but I'm not going to say that I'm pangender yet. But it kind of sounds like how I am. I don't really fall into any category of the he, she, they, or anything. So and, I'm not going to say that I am. But. And I hope this isn't offensive. What would be your orientation, sexual orientation? Mine? I would probably go with, I would say bisexual. I've tried, I've had sex with women before, but my preference is me. Your preference is you, me. men. So me. you're, so you're more attracted to men than women, but you're bi. That is awesome. <laughs> we, oh my God, I'm glad <laughs> we had this talk. Yeah. Now don't go telling everybody in the clubhouse because this is Virgo brother and sister here. I won't. <laughs> I, I, I know everybody on the on the podcast can hear me. I don't mind. They're all family, but don't I don't want everybody in the clubhouse to know things about me. You know, I try to stay real professional in there, really tight, you know. I try to stay normal in there. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Don't stay normal on Clubhouse. We just talked about don't be societal normalcy. I know, but I got to do work and business in there, so I got to be a little bit normal. But more people are accepting of it. Plus, there's a clause that you can't... Where actually, there's a movement where you can't fire somebody for their identity orientation. I agree. I agree. I understand. I totally agree. But that's, uh, our secret. but that's our secret between me and you. So when I publish this on the my podcast, are you okay with that? Or oh, of course. Just don't talk about it on Clubhouse with you. Yeah, because okay. Clubhouse is very, you know, if it's said in the wrong rooms, the wrong person might hear it. Then I learn I notice, have you noticed, Antonio, that there's some clicks on there? So there's people that are clicked. Oh God! Around yes. talking about each other, Antonio. I don't have time for that. You know, with me and you, you're my brother. I can tell you, and I don't mind it being on a podcast. But in the clubhouse, they they act like it's high school. You know what I mean? You're, you're like my sister, so I mean it's cool. Right. <laughs> what this click thing? What are we? Junior high, middle school? <laughs> I feel like it some days in there. You know? I'm like, oh my god! Like it gets so bad in there. Have you experienced that in the clubhouse yet? Oh my god, you must have. Oh my yes, god. especially those rooms where. They talk about the black community. Then like, you get attacked the most in there, yes. Like I saw, I didn't go in this room. They're talking about is Al Sharpton, um, something, is he trying to get a, attention? Is he always trying to get attention? Something along those lines. And I was like, why? Why are we doing racist work for them by tearing our own apart? Our own people, our own culture, exactly. I, I don't understand. So I'm like, that's why I was like, just Clubhouse. I don't care if it's on the podcast, but in Clubhouse, they get 
they're really weird. And some of those, some of it's just strange sometimes. And that's why, see, we're not clickish. We get along, but we're not like, you have right. to be a Virgo for us to get along with you. No. Right. That's not how we are. And you don't have to agree with us to get along with us. We can kind of, uh, we're, we're understanding. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, you can disagree with us on anything and we won't and we take it personally. <laughs> love, right. Yes. So, yeah, that's that. But thank you so much for having me. I know it's two o'clock. I got to get ready to do a quick meditation and get prepared for my kids to come home. And I'm sure they're going to want to play at the park. So I appreciate you so much. I'm going to back chat you my WhatsApp number. So make sure we stay in contact. We can talk all day through there. Um, <clears throat> congratulations for the podcast, for the book, for your journey, for your goals that you're going to accomplish for being a genius, extraordinary entrepreneur. You are who you say you are. You are who you know you are. You are everything. I'm not staying in love, my brother. Namaste, my fam. <laughs> Take care, Samantha. All right, Bye. see you later.